Here comes the biggest news ever. Trek Off the Motion Picture is available on Amazon Prime. That's right. The movie version of the podcast you're listening to. An actual movie. A motion picture on Amazon Prime. Available in the United States and the UK. Just go on Amazon and search for Trek Off. The word Trek Off. One word. And you can watch us. If you don't have Amazon Prime, you can you can like rent us or buy us. We're available on DVD on Amazon. But like streaming on Amazon Prime. And listen, please watch because it really helps us out. And share it. Give us good reviews. And share it on your Facebook page stuff, man. I'm just excited. Check out the motion picture. Warning, the following contains plot spoilers and naughty language. That means explicit content. And the comments and opinions expressed herein are for entertainment and commentary purposes only and may not reflect the actual opinions of Geeks Radio or the individual hosts. So don't get mad. It's just a show. It's time for Trek Off. Set phasers to love. How do we start the show? I think with our names or something. Welcome to Alexia. My name is Justin. Wait, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> what? Oh, welcome to Trek Off too. Hi, 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 hi. We're just start that way. Hi, <laughs> hi. This is a podcast. No we're talking about intro. Star Trek. No, we're none of that. Like, right, we just, t- we, we're really phoning it in, guys. Yo, what's up? <laughs> we talk. We we talk about other things for like twenty minutes. Then we talk about Star Trek. That's what we do. That's what we That's do. our life. And then sometimes like, we just don't even talk about Star Trek at all. Well, usually <laughs> we do. Caught up in whatever the fuck we were talking about before that. Yeah, we. I mean, we we usually get pretty good at like. Uh, and talking about Star Trek eventually. You're just going to have to bear with us because uh, there's too much good stuff to talk about today. Um, uh, so uh, right before we start recording, I sent you a link for the Defenders trailer. The Defenders, of course, being the Netflix show uh, that's going to unite Jessica Jones, Daredevil, Luke Cage, and Glowy Fist. Um, I must say, I'm surprised. Like I was on Netflix earlier today, and it didn't show it to me. And I really, they're really, you know, kind of pushy about that. <laughs> yeah, they are. Um, <laughs> like, like yesterday was all about House of Netflix, Cards. It's all about like, like, even if it's some shit I would never fucking watch, they show me the trailer for it if it's theirs. <laughs> like a cooking show on a football field? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Thanks, Justin. Now somebody's going to make a fucking cooking show on a football field. Oh, I should have kept that happy. to myself. Should, sorry, there was money to be made there. I didn't realize. <laughs> um <laughs> So, uh, so uh, we both watched the trailer in the last hour or so, um, I, and I and and as uh, since our last talk, I have finished Iron Fist. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, I didn't realize let- actually when we talked. I think I only had like two episodes left. I think it was. Uh, I keep always. I, I think I always keep forgetting that uh, Netflix seasons tend to be shorter yeah. than on TV seasons. So no, uh, well, I let's like start with that. I guess that. we'll we'll go back to the to the defenders trailer. Uh, yeah, it's your fi- a place to go after talking about how bad yeah. Iron Fist is. Your your final thoughts on Iron Fist? Um, that it's just excruciatingly bad. I know it's tough, isn't it? And like, it's like and like I said, I went like because I had talked to you. I talked to some other people before I ever watched it. Um, I had pretty low expectations, but I, I do wonder. I do wonder if, to some extent, if because I I had like just finished watching Luke Cage, so that I was caught sort of caught up, if you will, before yeah. I started Luke uh, before I started Iron Fist, and 
it Luke Cage I felt like started out kind of strong and then towards the end it like kind of went off the rails a bit. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say here's the thing. I think the bar has been moved as to the definition of off the rails. I would say that compared, <laughs> compared jumping to jumping the, the be- shark, I mean, it's really more like jumping a tanker full of sharks with lasers. Yeah, and, I know. Like, I know. like, like, like Luke Cage in the second half. The really the worst you could say about it is it wasn't as good as the first half. Like, and before Iron Fist came out, you might have said, "Gosh, it kind of jumped the shark a little." And then Iron Fist came out, and like I said, like, the bar. Nope. <laughs> yeah, you're like I get it really with that. I thought I knew what that meant. Yeah. Like, that, well, whoa. you know what? I don't even. I don't feel like Iron Fist's issue, honestly, is even, um, is even necessarily jumping the shark. I just, it's just not. It was already on the but, other side of the shark when it started. Yeah, it's just, it's because it's not even a question of like, um, like just craziness, you know, like which is generally something that that gets my ire up, where it's just like, okay, guys, I get it, it's a superhero thing, but really, we're just. We're not even making any attempt to be grounded at this point, right? We're just like, fuck it. And if and and if we started from that place, I think it would I would feel differently, you know? Cause um, like I said, I, I love the show Into the Badlands and, and if I I would be full of shit if I was saying that that show was in any way uh like the fight scenes and that kind of stuff was in any way grounded, because uh, they're not. But I mean when I started But all watching but they're entertaining. It, they they are, but like when I started watching the show, it very much felt like um, you know, Mister A loves to characterize it this way. I think it's a pretty good characterization, like a live action anime. Sure. And he's yeah. like, if it was it, if this was it, would I care? Would any of this stuff be bothering me? He's like, no, it wouldn't. He's like, so I'm gonna squid him. That's just what I'm gonna think about, and and then I'll be able to enjoy it. And he likes it as well. I'm like, yeah, that's that's pretty much how I felt the first time watching it, and I like anime. Uh, and I like live action fight sequences, so it was kind of like I'm digging on this. But so the, but Iron the Fist, Marvel, like that's what I'm. But if they start from that place, I think it's a different. I think I would feel differently, but I feel like with all these Marvel, like the shows, um, and even the movies before that, there's been this real attempt to ground it in reality. Which I is mean, good. somewhat. I mean, I mean, it depends on who we're talking about. I guess Thor, maybe not so much, but. But like, think about it. Like when we watched, you know, Agents of Shield, I don't have trouble believing that that show was happening in the same place that the Avengers movies happen. Sure, yeah. There's been a, a certain uh, bit of continuity. They it feels like it's it's within the Avengers universe. Yeah, and, and, well, and I, it's just, and I think it, it's not even just about the continuity of it. It's that there's this attempt has been made to sort of. When we first meet them, when we first see them, like even though these sort of extraordinary things happen, the world is very realistic. And I feel like they've tried to find sort of this place that's maybe like a hyper realism. Yes. To to kind of ground a little bit more like the Batman movies, like the, you know, the most recent franchise Batman movies like that. I felt the same way about that, like where it was where Tim Burton's. I love those Batman movies. It, you know, I love the first. And but the but it, it felt but, like but it a stylized was, reality. Exactly. There was never, it never felt like there was any attempt for like for us to believe that Gotham is a real city. This sure. is what it's like. And these are the people in it. Whereas in the newer ones with, with Christian Bale, I absolutely felt that's what they went for. And then it kind of, things got a little more extreme as the series sort of went on. But, and I feel that way about, the Marvel stuff was I felt like, you know, you've kind of put us in this place where we're expecting some level of of reality 
And then um, now, though, they've just... I don't know what's it, I don't know if it's got to do with the writers on Iron Fist if it Yeah, let's let's talk let, so essentially this is my feeling about Iron Fist. It would have been way better if it had different writers maybe writing about a different character with different <laughs> actors playing the part <laughs> and way different fight choreographers uh, uh chore- way different fight choreographing the fights. I'm not done. With a different director directing the show <laughs> And uh, a, a Are there way different, different directors per show, or is it the same uh, director throughout? I, it's the same, but I wonder if the editor is the same because I was going to say with with a way different editor, um, and about four more weeks to practice before they did the show. Um, like, all good points, I think. And you know what, the editors, in the in, the editor point you make is actually an interesting one because there are like two times. And I don't think I'm exaggerating uh, or minimizing when I say two times, as in only two times when randomly in two separate episodes like one in one episode and one in another episode when they're doing a fight scene when they kind of break it out to a uh, like comic book style panel like the first hulk movie oh yeah where there are two the panels on the left and right like the uh-huh. 70, like a 70s movie yeah and i'm like why did you do that like it, it's yeah. so again like cause in the first hulk movie i actually loved that when they did that, I sure, really but that it. was that was a style I, I didn't love it, but I could appreciate that, that what they were choice. trying to do. I didn't right. feel like and they were trying to like, do anything here. Yeah, like a, it, just almost they just like throwed it or something. And I'm like, what? What? Wait, hold on. So <laughs> the, he, at one before. point he gets he gets in a fight in uh in an uh, in an like a filing room at one point, and and there are like a thousand cuts in that fight. Like, like it's literally it's faster than an MTV video, and it's not exciting at all. It's not. It's, the, I mean, the fight choreography is is sorely lacking. I feel, and that is that's like you said. And, you know, the and of all the Marvel shows, show this is that. the one. This is the one that it should have been. Whoa! So I went back to watching Arrow, um, and Arrow's not without its flaws. Although the last two episodes of Arrow I've seen have been phenomenally great. But one yeah. of the things I noticed coming back to Arrow after Iron Fist was, you know what? I can even tell, okay, here comes Stephen Amell's stunt double. You know, I can tell that, like, like yes. But you know what? He swings in. The fights are good. The hits look like they hurt. There are a couple of cool moments where, like, he's doing flips over another guy and does this thing or that thing. You know, it's it's fun to watch those fights and they look a little bit brutal and sometimes a little bit stylized and you know it's it's in an urban environment this should be like and and it's it's cw this is not like marvel and netflix this is like like this is yeah like if they can if they can accomplish this like it's just because everybody's doing superhero shows is there just no more choreography talent out there no like, I, mean, I don't know what ha- I don't know how this is allowed to happen because I am genuinely confused by that. For a show that theoretically, I mean, the guy his whole deal is that he's the Iron Fist, which is like a martial artist, like group of monks in an alternate dimension. Uh, that that he's been chosen and he's you know managed to defeat the dragon to get the Iron Fist. They sh- these fucking fight scenes should be so awesome. And I will say yeah. every once in a while in one of the fight scenes, there'll be like a moment that will be cool. Yeah, but you're so hungry for it. You're like, wow, well, that was that was good. Oh, well, that right? was neat. Yeah. But then there's yeah. but there's so much more times when it was like, oh, uh, they did. It's like three or four times in like one fight. 
I was like, seriously. But his Come character on. was a, where there he was, was also like a, this. It was the it was that iconic fucking shot where I think the first time it happened, and and I actually like audibly groaned. He's in a hallway, and then all the guys get out their hatchets because that's the most efficient weapon. Sure, um, but I but I'm willing to go they, with that. That's I, I like the crazy idiot. That's the, the hatchet, yeah. and that's like a thing. They throw the hatchet. And it like goes slow mo by his face as he watches it, and poor guy, like he, the look on his face is just terrible. Uh, and it's in slow mo, and the whole shot is just awful. Like it's clearly that iconic, like Matrix, yeah, like like, and it's yeah, supposed to be so Bill. fucking cool. It's like cool. it's the same shot from Kill Bill. Yes, I mean, it's, yeah. But what it looks like, it looks like I don't know a group of teenagers tried to created at home and then they do it like three more times in another fight later on that show like in the in that fight in one fight it happens like three times and those look a little bit better than that one did in the hallway but even still I'm like okay number one you're not really doing it that well number two if you're not doing it that well you sure shit shouldn't be doing it as often as you're doing it and number three even if it was the most awesomest coolest totally on point like moment you don't do that shit three times in one fight well and, and you don't fucking so, do it as someone who made three martial arts films uh for nothing where the fights you know if i had a real budget could have been way better i can say this i can say this that the one thing that that the only time i ever cared about the fights was when you care about the people fighting because the other thing is it's in the writing like these people don't care about each other iron fist is always just fighting some random guy until he's finally like fighting like he finally like near like the last like two or three episodes fight someone he cares about and so you don't really care who's gonna win you know and and he's like the greatest martial arts in all of kunlun the, the guy who is the very 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 best is like having a hard time with this you know sea level henchman right like, and that's the thing too it's it's like horribly inconsistent because you'll have in that one episode like with the hatchet man i want to say there's like one two three four five like six of those dudes and he kind of has no problem wiping the floor with them. But then later, when he's getting the scientist guy, there's one dude. And yeah. he just not a superpowered dude is that, struggling. Yeah. Just a guy. Without just one dude. guy. Like, and not yep. because he's like chained to something or somebody, like, not because there's some legitimate thing that would make it harder on him in this scenario. Just. It's like okay, why is what is? Yep, I don't understand. (laughs) And the uh, and the uh, like everything about the show is inferior. I mean, we said this before. Every single thing about the show is inferior. I mean, just about it really. He's terrible. You know, I will say this though. I I looked a lot because you made such a beef about this guy's physique. And dude, I don't know what you're talking about. Like the dude has muscles. Okay, he has muscles, but he's He's, not. He's he looks like he needs to have a sandwich. He's I'm kind, sorry. He, he looks like he needs to have a sandwich. I mean, he's he, he's just dude. And, he look he has the build of a martial artist. They tend to have a lean, you know, muscular frame. They're not jacked, generally speaking. Like see, look he at doesn't fucking, look like he doesn't. Look I, like I mean, Bruce I'm not Lee trying to, to say he, he looks just like Bruce Lee, but I'm saying look look at Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee was a skinny looking dude. Like he didn't look like gargantuan. Like he doesn't have a. He never. I, I'm trying to think of a martial artist, um, like 
Jet Li, Bruce, Bruce Lee, any of these guys that had like a, a Stephen Amell build, and none of sure. them had that build. They all were like skinny and lean. But, but he's and supposed that's to be a superhero. Is my only point. And you know, but I don't his be, strength is I don't also belabor, supposed to come from inside. Do you know what I mean? Like they make a big deal about that. In fact, that it's not about outer strength; it's about inner strength and chi and all that sort of stuff. Um, so well, that then, didn't bother then, me at then all. Then don't. Then then don't. My point was then then don't give us the, you know, the shirt off. Oh, he's you know they, so they amazing. They didn't give us. I mean, they I think the first time we ever saw his shirt off was because he was. Um, I think it was because he'd gotten hurt. I will say that the first time I saw like the 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 tattoo. On his ch- like it was awful. Yeah, it's like oh, someone someone went a little far with a sharpie. Right, like, I was like, who? Oh, geez, I was like, I know makeup artists that can do a much better job than that. Like, really, yeah. you guys? This yep. is what we did. Come on. Yeah, I and look, so and then so, and then and and a, another what I think is is probably one of the worst things the show could have done right when it starts is the the treatment of the hand. They're supposed to be fucking terrifying. Yeah, but they're not. They're 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 just... the hand, and it's like it's so you know awful what? because here's the his, thing: like, you, what's you his watch... name? His father is like you don't know why, but he's like stuck up in this. You know, he's trapped. They got it. They got it. They and, got it. And he like up. goes out to see if this guy's really Danny. He comes back and like written in soap on the outside with like a fifth grader's hand, um, under handprint underneath it is like, where did you go? And I'm like, why? And he's, and then the guy is clearly like a poor actor guy because I love that guy actually. He's one of the my favorite parts of that show just because I love that actor. Um, it he's like tr- he's terrified of this, and I'm like, what is he afraid of? Like a fifth grader was outside his window asking where he went. I don't understand. Well, you know what? Oh. Here's here's the thing about the hand. Like you love your late you love your late '80s, early '90s movies. I know they're your favorite thing. <laughs> That's um, true. The hand became the Foot Clan. From Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, <laughs> they really did. They're did a bunch they of fucking like, teenagers, bunch of fucking teenagers hanging out. That's what the hand is. <sighs> it's just terrible. I don't know yeah, what happened there. And and it's the thing good. is, because that's so awful that I was like, they, I, I was, they can't. That can't be the hand. That's not what they're indicating here. Like they can't le- like legitimately be trying to sell me on. The hand left him this, and we're look. If you're a Marvel fan and you're about to get, here's what I suggest you do: watch the pilot episode of Iron Fist, then read the Wikipedia um, on like synopsis of all the episodes, then watch the last episode of Iron Fist. Yeah, I would say honestly, don't even read the synopsis. Just just watch like maybe the the last handful of episodes. No, you don't have to. You see, what reading it'll only take you a half hour to read the the Wikipedia synopsis, so you know everything that's happened in case they pull something in the Defenders. You'll know the thing. Because You'll know really, the thing, whatever the don't thing is. yeah. There are other better things to watch. Flash had a musical episode that was fun. You know, Arrow's gotten really. <laughs> Arrow was re- like had had really taken a, a turn for the worse, and in the last like three four episodes have been they're really more ambitious and it's been better. Agents of Shield has never been better than it is right now. It's astoundingly great. Uh, Legends of of Tomorrow is also tons of fun right now. Um, there's such Into the Badlands is great. There's such good stuff on TV. I watched the first three episodes of Fargo a couple weeks ago it's really good i've heard supergirl is okay once you get used to it i don't believe it because i have like the three episodes i've watched i've hated but yeah and i i i wouldn't go that i would say it's it's like iron fist in that like by the time you get further into it you hate it less 
Yeah, I mean, I, I would, but, but that nev- wasn't the I case was for Iron never Fist. Like, this is really good. I, mean, I, I hated really Iron Fist the more. So, but what I'm saying is that in the list of things you have to do, dedicate two hours and fifteen minutes to Iron Fist to watch the first and last and read everything in between, so that you feel like you're caught up. And then, if you literally have watched Doctor Who's back on, if you literally have watched <laughs> everything else that there is, <laughs> that to, there watch, is to watch. Like on your list, if, if you're like me and all you Although watch I is like, say, like, I will say that like the hand did, it got scarier, but it's just how they should have started. Yeah. But you at know? that point they got scarier, I guess, like intellectually. Like the second time the hands show up, he's like in the middle of like training or whatever. And all of a sudden, you know, he like walks, he just turns his back on his trainee guy to get like a sip of water, turns back, dude's gone, lights go out and you hear Gal like in the in the in the shadows being like where the fuck did you go right and it's like that is fucking scary well it's you not scary I mean? it's it's intellectually scary we've seen ninjas turn out lights and appear in the dark before this is nothing new it's but not like, where did the trainer guy go like he just vanished without a noise you know like, i i'm just, just saying it's, it's that it's that it's that you're you're going about your daily life and then everything is like <laughs> you know that's scary like, There's, I, I'm just saying it's it's better it's better than the stupid handprint thing. And then they did that. Yeah, they did it again later. I don't know why they did it. I was like, why? Why are you fucking this up? Why? why so having just finished Iron and Fist, they, and they destroyed Claire's character, so I'm not sure how they're gonna fix that. She was a little bit better by the end, I guess. Although, hey, I'm gonna fight with these she, she claws now. Committing arson by the end of that, ep- like, is am I the only one who feels like that's just like a complete betrayal of her character? You know, I just did on uh, on Pop Off. I just did a retrospective on season four of Angel, uh, talking about uh, Cordelia, um, and I will tell you that in the pantheon of betrayed characters, I don't think what they did to Claire is that bad. <laughs> sure, but I also and by the end of I will say by the end of the show, like spoilers if you haven't watched this horrible show. I mean, there's at least two characters, Davos and. What's her name? That, Colleen Wing. No, not not Wing. Um, oh, her the, the Meacham. Fine. What the girl yes, Meacham? Joy. Yeah, Joy yeah. Meacham. Where they're both just like instant, like instant bad guys at the in the last episode, and I'm like, especially what the Meacham. Fuck? Davos, I kind of get being it, but Meet Joy. No, 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 no. Davos, I don't even, I don't get it all, and I'm gonna tell you why. His whole, I get Davos having a beef specifically, being hurt and having beef specifically with Danny, but not like where he would like team up with the Hand, because that's his whole beef with Danny. Is you've left the way open for them. That's that's ridiculous. That yeah, makes no, no I, sense. If it's a personal vendetta against Danny, that I could have believed. Yeah, I'm, de- joining, I'm, de- I'm defending, and I shouldn't be. No, like no, no. It, and Joy, absolutely. He's a defender. Not. He shouldn't need defending. Like what the hell is that shit? Like she's just because she got lied to some. All of a sudden, she's like, I'm gonna be on the bad side. When the whole fucking season, her thing is, are we the good guys? Do we? I mean, I'm not so sure. And she's real broke up about it. But by the end, she's like, sign me up to just be the bad guy. Like, what the fuck? You yeah. you didn't earn those betrayals, you guys. You can't just do that. I so, mean, that's kind of, and I feel like that is indicative of the show in its totality. Like, they don't earn anything. They do a bunch of shit, and they haven't earned any of it at all. Okay, and so so jumping off Iron Fist, uh, we watched the trailer for Defenders. 
So at least we have that. I because how did the trailer say, make you feel? Um, I want to watch that. I do too. And I even don't mind Danny being there. You know what I mean? Like I feel, I feel like the the badness of Iron Fist is not going to be enough to offset all the other good shit. Like I Jessica do feel like the, there's and... a stink. There's a stink on it, unfortunately, right now. I think that D- Defenders really? is well. I just because I think that that had Iron Fist been okay, people would be so excited about Defenders. You know what I mean? Right. And I feel like since there's a stink of Iron Fist, like you, I just <laughs> feel like people are less Iron excited. Fist. We're just gonna call that shit from now on. The stink, the of, stink Iron of Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Iron stink. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I think I think that that. I I it looks good. I like what I'm seeing there. It looks like it has sort of a Daredevil vibe, which is what I wanted of all the shows of all four shows I wanted it to look like. It looks and feels like Daredevil. Um I love the use of Come As You Are uh from Nirvana in the trailer. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I absolutely love the song choice yeah. for sure. Um so I'm it I'm down appropriate. I'd be da- I mean I was down for watching the second half of Iron Fist after the first half sucked because I'm I'm in. Uh I hope that I hope that people get more excited. I wish there was something else before Defenders to sort of redeem Marvel first. Like, I mean, can't Defenders be what de- redeems them? Because I mean, I have to hope that there's there's such goodwill for Daredevil and for Jessica Jones, um, and and Luke Cage even. Even though I think most people tend to feel like the first part of it was better than the second part, um. That I don't think, like, we're talking three out of four of these characters, we all really dig. Yeah, but so if you're, I- like, like if you're if you're dating a dude and, you know, and the, the, the first time with him is amazing, and the second time with him is really good, and the third time with him was good at the beginning, but he didn't quite bring you to climax at the end, and then the fir- fourth time, he just shit the bed, like, when he's like, hey, let's do it, like, all four times. Like, I think that you might go, well, I'm going to go date this other guy named Stephen Amell. Like, I just think that. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't know. That. Here's the thing, because you get I guarantee to they're going to take a ratings. Like, they're going to take a, a choice. It doesn't I think they're going to take a, a. I think they're going to take a ratings hit. I think that they are not going to get the numbers they would have had if Iron Fist had if, been Oh, good. I definitely think that's true. I do think, yeah, if Iron Fist had been stronger, um, it would be as it would be a lot more exciting than it is. But. Because we are a fickle bunch. We are a fickle, fickle bunch. You're only as good as your last thing. Think about the X-Men movies. Right now, people are like, ah, I think they're pretty much done. The X-Men movies, they're played out. Because the last X-Men movie, Apocalypse, wasn't very good. Yeah. But X-Men First Class was amazing. And X-Men Days of Future Past was really good. They did one bad one. And we're like, ugh. Oh, Oh, everybody has a short attention span. Like, have you made it in the last 30 seconds? No. Well, then I'm an Audi. Like yeah, that whole the, idea is definitely. You know what that makes me get off my lawn. Good. So be it. But, but fuck that shit. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not that's feeling you and me. that. That's and you, you I, see, that's the thing. It's but you and I are always bad example because we're we're in. Like we're gonna watch Star Trek Insurrection. Like we are because we're just gonna. It doesn't matter. You have <laughs> you have us. But the rest that's of the true. world. You know. Uh, I mean, I hey. like to think though that I mean, like I said, the fact that it's just the last thing that they did. Because you have to imagine if they're going to do the def- like doing the defenders, that what is the the likelihood? 
particularly since yeah, it's not like Netflix of all, you know, networks, so to speak, is is deaf to what people have to say. I, they probably listen the most, I would say, of, of any of them. That they're not aware, right? Which means, do you really Yeah, but The Defenders was mostly shot before Iron Fist came out. But do you really think the Defenders would have been put in the hands of the Iron Fist people because they were doing Iron Fist? No, no, I would hope not. I would, so I would really, that's really my hope po- and, and from what I saw in the trailer, it didn't look like it. Yeah. It, it, like, I, it felt like Jessica Jonesy slash Daredevil-y, honestly. Yep. Like, if I had to pick its vibe, I would say there's... I didn't feel... I felt a tiny bit of Luke Cage and even less of Iron Fist. But mostly, I felt Jessica Jones and, and Daredevil. Like, that kind of sort of darker, grittier vibe. I... Damn, so. I hope so. So yeah, I know I really want, and you know what? Some of the the interactions are fucking great. And Jessica Jones, like doing whatever you do, being yeah. classy. Like I just, I fucking love her. Obviously, um, but so yeah. there's there's really good interactions between the characters, which is what we want. That's what we want. Which is like, why like, we watch that shit. Exactly. Like it feels not, like what, I, I them, felt somewhat it. while watching that trailer. The way I felt when I watched the first Avengers trailer and we got to see some of these little moments between two characters, you know, like when we see Luke, you know, Luke, as much as we're talking about Iron Fist sucks, you know, when we see Luke Cage getting I'm not saying that, by the way, by Iron Fist. Yeah, that fucking shit was cool because it was like uh, because before that we'd seen him like trying to fight him and like Luke Cage is like, why are you? Is that supposed to hurt or something? You know, <laughs> like kiss your mother with those fists. Um, just it's funny to me because Luke Cage has such a specific style, and it's it's almost I liken it to like, and this is not this is sort of a horror composite, but like Jason, sure, like he's Fred, not Fred, flashy yeah. in any way. He's just unstoppable, you know. So like in in a lot of the episodes in Luke Cage, it's so great when they have like these wildly fancy like martial artsy guys like come at him and they're like flying through the air Wee! and he just like, kind of grabs them midair and like smashes them to the ground <laughs> it's not elegant it's not you know what i mean but it's so luke cage and yeah. so, and you just you get that vibe but then you know iron fist lights his fist up and punches him across the face and it's like oh shit um and it's cool you know yeah. just well, like Hulk I, smash I, and I I hope it will. I mean, I I will. I mean, look, I I like to say things like "all reserve judgment." No, I'm gonna watch it. Like, <laughs> let's be I know, clear. There's no chance I'm not gonna watch it. Particularly I mean, it since I it sat through all of Iron Fist. Like, it could it could have been it, it could watching. could be Iron Fist like shitting on Luke Cage's chest, and I'd be like, well, <laughs> I mean, I, I I'm not happy about it, but I guess but I'm I gotta. Watching it. Okay, There's I'm pretty sure I'd be bail out. Actually, if it was that, I'd, I'd probably really be interested. I'd be like, you know, I gotta see how this plays out. I'm sorry. <laughs> Iron shit. <laughs> I've just never seen that before. I gotta I see just, how it goes. I mean, I, I, I can't look away. <laughs> like a train wreck. <laughs> I, right, so- you know what? Honestly, too, if you if you've got the time. Uh, Iron Fist is absolutely fun to uh, to watch and make fun of. Like me and Mister A had a hell of a time, just 
as we're watching every time something is is stupid and 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 then after the show was over going around just sighing and chuckling under our breath um repeatedly uh so it's there's entertainment value in there just be clear on what that entertainment value is it's not coming from the show so much in a gratifying way as it is in a mystery science theater 3000 kind of a way Anyway, jumping over uh, completely to a different, uh, to a different, now for something uh, completely different. Now for something completely different, um, uh, we uh, have. Um, I, uh, I I I want to ask you a question because sure. I didn't actually read the article because I was afraid to. Yes. About this role change on Discovery. Yeah. So I was going to just talk about that. Um, <laughs> like I did it. <clears throat> I was unsurprised uh, when, when, you know, when Michael Santos said, I'll put it on my thing, and I saw it, and I was like, I just needed the headline. I can't read that. It's going to hurt too much, but I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm, you know, I. It just, it's just more fodder, man, that makes me worried. Well, I mean, it's. Again, how, I mean, how can it not be? How can it not be? If you're so unsure about what you're doing and it just it just it indicates to me it's like, have you ever been in a show as an actor? Right. And, you know, the kinds of shows I'm talking about where it's just a shit show and people are dropping left and right. So we're reformatting, we're rearing, and I'm like, and this person's going to be this person now, and this person is going to be that person, and fuck, we need to find somebody to do this role. And it's like, for us, I feel like that shit, you know, because we've done community theater, you see that more often, right? Uh, because it's like, it's a hobby, right? They're not, no one's being paid, yeah. it's volunteer. It's a very different, it's a very different vibe. But if you're All right, see so here. Before we go like- any further, let's, let's talk about what we're talking about here. This is, uh, reading this from uh, io9. Uh, Catherine Trentacosta wrote this last Friday, um, or at the time you're listening, about three weeks ago. Uh, at this point, I would like to see a show based on the based on the making of Star Trek Discovery more than the actual Star Trek Discovery. <laughs> what is happening over there? Uh, previously, Shazad Latif was supposed to be playing a Klingon commander named Cole. Now he's playing Lieutenant Tyler, who I swear to God is officially described with the very informative, a Starfleet officer in the Federation. Cole will now be played by Kenneth Mitchell from the show Frequency, and he'll be joined by two other Klingon leaders, Danasin Ujili, played by Claire McConnell, and Damon Runyon, respectively. Um, what? See? That's what I'm saying. But, like, if it's... When we're talking, it's a television show and everybody's getting paid? What the and fuck And they're like, is hey, this on? isn't working out, but we like you, and I guess we'll switch you over to here. I, I mean, you know what? If that's true, then I appreciate that. Good for them because that's shitty to get rid of a person that, you know, because they're not. But I almost feel like if it's not working out, it's like when yeah. you're it's like when you have that friend and you feel really awkward because they never seem to be able to have a good relationship. Like they're always in and out of relationships and they can't seem to find something stable and and it's always the other person that 
in in this scenario, and you want to be supportive to your friend, right? And you're like, yes, of course. No, they he was an asshole. Yeah, he was a total dick. Total oh yeah, guy. no, that guy. Glad he's gone. Oh, that fucking guy. But 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 you're but like off. secretly, you're like part of, part of you's like. But maybe you. I mean, what's the thing that's constant in all of these relationships? Yeah, it's you. It's you. It's, it's you. Discovery. It's I mean, you. I'm not just. I'm just saying. I'm not saying that you know. Maybe some of them weren't duds, but at some point, maybe you need to let, take kind of a hard look at yourself. And I really feel like that's the conversation we need to have with Discovery right now. Like maybe we need to sit Discovery down. Have a, have an intervention. Seriously, where it's just like, listen, <laughs> an intervention, honey. I I love. You. First of all, we need to start this conversation by saying we love you. You're in a safe we, place. We, we yeah, we're, this is a safe place. We care about you. We want what's best for you. We really, really do. But you, you, you changed showrunners. Uh, you fired the guy who was gonna be in charge of you, or he says he quit. And then you were going to premiere in February, and then you didn't know when you were going to premiere. Now you're premiering in the and fall. And there was this leaked photo point. of like Klingons, and, and they didn't then, look like Klingons, and so you said they weren't. Yes, and, and you're then, supposedly shooting, but at the same time, now you've taken one of your main characters and you I just switched them to a totally to a different totally person. Totally different person. It's at this point, honey. I. I don't know that it's the other people. I think it's you. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, um, you know, but at least you have, you know, Les Moonves in charge of CBS uh, thinking that Star Trek people are crazy or going to come get him. Oh, by the way, yes, you've been shunted off a network just to be airing online. That's the other thing that is happening. You know, so we have lots of faith in you. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, I mean, at this it, doesn't it? Some could there point be even more of a like we're like, being oh, tested? Yeah, like, it's like it's like a like vote if of Star no Trek is a religion, our God is testing us. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and yet, and yet, Rogue and One. Yet, and we're yet, we're gonna Rogue watch one. it when it comes out. I know. And yet, Rogue One. No, what I mean is, Rogue One was great. Rogue it was, one was I really loved good. Rogue one. It's one of my they favorites. changed directors. At like the end, a different guy came in, rewrote the movie, looked at what they had, got rid of 30% of what they had and shot 30% new stuff, wrote an entirely different plot with an entirely different ending, uh, made certain characters who were serious funnier, took other characters that died, made them live, other characters that live, made them die, uh, changed the end, added the best scenes, like added the Darth Vader scene at the end, wrote every line that K2SO said in the film, changed everything about the film this film should not work it should be like the should be like the exorcist 4 it should not work <laughs> and yet uh yeah we've talked about the exorcist 4 before right i don't know that we have where uh where the exorcist 4 was was uh directed by one guy um and uh and then Rennie harlan was brought in got rid of 80 percent of what the guy shot and then released uh like did his own thing um, and then when that tanked, they released what the original Exorcist 4 guy did, which was marginally better, except that it was 20% exactly the same as the other film. Right. Like, like, I don't know. That's there's, there's, weird. It's, yeah. it's that. Well, like, I, you know what I am? Uh, I got to say, I'm really curious to know what this footage that that was dumped from Rogue One was. They won't release it. I mean, it's it's a lot of it's in the trailer. So much in the trailer, in the first trailer. Nothing from the first trailer is in the movie. Nothing. Nothing's in the movie from the first trailer. 
What would they do if they I break you? The first trailer well enough to, <clears throat> to be What would they to... do if they find you? What would they do if they break you? If you get too deep, what will you become? Totally not in the movie. Her running down the aisle and the, and the TIE fighter jumping up at her as she's running down the catwalk. Didn't happen. Her running down the hallway uh, in the, like in the mask just in the Empire outfit with all the lights coming up around her. Not in the movie. Shots of Saw Gerrera from the trailer. Not in the movie. They're just thing after the the all the remember the shot when we saw them all running through the water, like the the whole group of them running through the water with the guns in their hands. Like that that not in the movie. That they, they never at any point had an assault of all the rug one rug one people running down the 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 water. The shots of uh of Krennic walking through the water up to the battle. Not in the movie. Like all these scenes. From the first trailer, just not in the movie. Because the first trailer was, was released before Tony Guerrero came on and did stuff. So, who knows? I'm just saying, I would be curious to see it. I I don't think you ever will. I don't I, think I ever will either, but it's that's a shame. <laughs> I would just um, be curious. Because for someone like myself, you know, I, I, I get how that wouldn't be um, interesting to everybody. But I would find that interesting. I don't think it's that it would be interesting. I think that Disney doesn't want people going, oh, why didn't you do that? You know, like they do with the the, prequ- the the changes to the original movies. Like now they have to deal with forever fans whining. I wish you could give us back the originals. Like that. And, and if they just gave yeah, you back. Yeah, that's th- because you changed. Like because we saw the original and liked it. Yeah, but like- if you gave if you gave me back the originals, there are things from the special editions that I would want back. Right. Like, so here's what I'm saying. Like and that's and there's a solution for that and this what this is what pisses me. It's like the it's like the re-releases of this of the original Star Wars movies because it's like I don't want all his fucking stupid CG insertions and shit. I don't want it. I hate it. And I'm not alone. And here's the thing. All you had to do and you we hate got, less like, of it than you think it's you not do. like you didn't you... have it or like we don't have the technology. Like just include both. I'll pay. Pay pay maybe 10 bucks more. I sure. Get for the a point of comparison, and you get the whatever whoopity doopity special edition e like I that. Guess. I don't understand the problem there because then you're giving the people everything they could want. There's no way for us to complain because you've given us both versions, and either we like one and we don't like the other, or we like the other and we don't like. Because like a perfect example is um I have like some really cool uh, special collector's edition of um of Legend. And it has, and I fucking love that movie, obviously. Duh. I mean, unicorns and like Tom Cruise being all <laughs> hot and Mia Sarah being all hot and fucking Tim Curry being de- darkness. It's just, it's a great flick. So the original, not director's cut, I grew up on. I could quote most of. And it's got that fucking Tangerine Dream shit. It's so good, right? And I watched the director's cut and so and so many people it came in this. It was like the, the originals in there, though, and the director's cut. And they're both like up, you know, 1080 p'd up and all that stuff and fancy smancy. But I really, I mean, it's a different ending for the director's cut. The music is all different. It's just score. And I don't like it. I don't like it at all. But there are people that really love it. I think the problem you get in with Star Trek is let's say that let's say the director's cut of Legend was part one of 10 Legend movies, um, which then begs the question, which of them is the actual beginning to the movies? What is canon? What is not? It's You know what I mean? Like if Rogue One's that different, like if main, some main characters live. If, Ro- if Rogue One's that different, obviously what was released is what's canon. That's why I'm saying like what I want is to see 
this additional footage. I'm not even saying I necessarily want to see where it would have gone in the film. Just see like deleted scenes? Yeah, just to just I mean they filmed them, they have them, and people worked on them. <laughs> and it's like I like watching that stuff. And I and I because I, I like and I like having that conversation. Like there are plenty of movies where they've got the deleted scenes on there and and you know because you and I are in you know the arts and in filmmaking to some extent too. Like we I can go you know they were to, I totally see yeah, I got what they cut. Yeah. Like, yeah. I like that scene, but it just, yeah, it would have stopped the flow. It would have, you know, you get to have your little, you know, fucking film geeky cerebral conversations about that shit and, and nerdy conversations about that shit. And sometimes it's like, oh man, they totally should have put that. In. It was like three seconds and it, and it was really good. And I don't understand why they didn't. Y'all fucked up. You should have had that in there. You get to have opinions about that shit, but it's not, the, it's not like it changes anything, you know? It's not like all of a sudden it's a totally different movie or something. It's just more things for fans of a thing to consume and, and to have, you know, nerd arguments about. So I don't understand the, the loss scenario, like what they lose. I just think that they, they lose a level of control, I think, is, the, is what they lose. But I mean, I, I hear where you come from. I agree with you. It's what I want. I just don't think you ever will because I think they don't like this is what we were like. You don't get a special edition of Beauty and the Beast. You know what I mean? You don't get a, a spe- of the original or a special edition of Aladdin where you get to see here's some stuff that we would have done, but we didn't do. And we, you know, we haven't added all the effects into here. But here's, you know, sort of a scene that was going to be in there. Here's the storyboards for the scene. Like I just think that that they that you Disney's do see very that, much though, sometimes get in animated movies. It's usually it's some rough thing and it doesn't have the real actors' voices. And it's, I mean, it, it, you've got to want it more of a thing for an animated film, honestly. But it's that. But I watch that shit if I if it's something I really like. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I hope it's, the other thing they could do is they could release you know a big mega pack of Rogue One around Christmas time. You know, I was surprised how quick because, you know, I got Rogue One in 3D, you know, Force Awakens in 3D didn't come out till like six months after the like the original release of Force Awakens on Blu-ray. But this time they just released Rogue One in 3D right away. They're like, here, have it. You know, here, go ahead. Uh, So maybe their big release around Christmas time is going to be Rogue One, the super awesome edition with, you know, I don't know. For you to spend money on this again, I'll do it. But that makes me so upset. I know I'll do it too, but I don't want to do it. It's like my pocketbook is angry at you, and it feels so purposeful. And Disney's got to eat, man. Disney's—they're not doing that well. Really? No, I'm kidding. They're doing incredibly. I was gonna say. I was like, are they hurting? And I don't know about it because they they own the movies. It turns out they just not—not just the movies they own. They just own all the movies. It's all they just own now. everything. What we DC, don't know. Even though Disney DC's Warner everything. Brothers, it's them now. It's just everything's Disney. If you make a video <laughs> on your phone, it belongs to Disney. It belongs to Disney. Disney owns it. It's theirs. <laughs> I had a totally different Star topic. Trek Discovery, we're gonna, Disney owns it. We're going to have to <laughs> save the topic I was going to do this week for uh, for next week because we, we did a lot. Any other Star Trek stuff you, uh, you, you want to... Oh, I do have one thing to share, actually, before we go. Um, uh, my... Uh, uh, one, I had a an incredible time um, uh, hosting a panel of voiceover artists from um, from Hollywood. Two of which you've heard on the show: Daniel Ross, uh, who's the voice of Donald Duck and who's in the Ninjas movies and in the Trekoff movie, um, and uh, David Sobolov, who's been on our show, who's the voice of Drax and Gorilla Grodd from from Flash, and also Debbie Derryberry, who was uh, 
who was who's the voice of Jimmy Neutron and Draculaura from Monsters High and um, she was on Tasmania and blah blah blah. So like and, and like a million other things that you that you've that you've seen. Um, and I got to host a panel with, with all of them and it was really it was an honor to have been able to do it. So I thought I'd bring it up here um, that uh, I had an amazing time hosting this this panel with these guys. Um, uh, but in the midst of it, I also uh, was out with um, a friend of mine from uh, like middle school uh, who had come into town. We were walking around Washington, D.C. and stuff. And so we were all at the hotel uh, where the panel was and they were up in a room and I was and I was doing the panel, I came back from the panel and I found all of them sitting around watching where no man has gone before. <laughs> um, and which is, you know, the first actual episode of the original series. It is. Because, um, and my son loved it and the next day we came home and he was like let's watch the next episode and so we watched the man trap and then the next day he wanted to watch the next episode which is charlie x and then he wanted to watch the naked time so i think i'm starting an original series rewatch with my 11 year old i think that's happening awesome yeah i'm so excited i'm so excited i'm like i'm so excited for him yeah um, you know what I mean? Like, I'm so jazzed for him getting to experience that shit for the first time. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah, yeah moments I, like this when you say these things that make me go, maybe having a kid would be cool. It's fun because, you know, I, I've been on record as saying that I have a hard time getting past the sets and stuff. But it's weird watching it with him makes me more willing to to do that. Like, like I'm, I'm able to jump back a little. My imagination is o- able to open up a little more because I'm watching it with a kid. Isn't that weird? Isn't that very strange that when it's me, I want it to seem as real as it could possibly be. <laughs> but when it's a kid, I'm like, yeah, OK, yeah, it looks like shitty cardboard. But look, listen to the story. You know, um, <laughs> uh, so I am I am having a different experience. I'm having a more f- fulfilled experience doing it. same way I did with the Matrix sequels because we watched uh, the Matrix trilogy and I was ready to just hate the Matrix sequels and watching him really enjoy the complexity of the Matrix sequels made me enjoy the Matrix sequels more. I was like, oh, gosh, there's there's a lot of value here. Like there's a there's value here that when I was just being a shitty fan, just going, it's not as good as the first. I don't like it now. Um, <laughs> like 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 now. Like watching it with him, because that's how I was. That's how I was watching yeah, with him. Sure. I was like, he he'd stop and he'd go, "Boy, this is making you think about some stuff." And oh, I didn't expect this to happen. And like he's not used to all the tropes. He's never seen the Terminator films. He's not well, used yeah, to. Yeah, there's like, something to be said about that too. I think you know the 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 clean palette. Yeah, you know, because that's something that I definitely notice. You know, get as, as you get older, um, and especially if you're like me or you, and you you consume a lot of media, it's. It's kind of it. It's pretty hard to surprise me. I'm if yeah. if I if I don't know what's coming. If you do something like, "Ooh, I did I did not see that coming." I'm I'm more, much more taken aback than your average person is because I see it coming pretty yeah. much ninety nine point nine five percent of the time. Most of what you're going to show me, I've seen before and probably better. And yeah, I've seen it before, probably better. I saw it coming this time. And you telegraphed it like the moment you began. So, yeah. but you don't have that with 
someone who hasn't been exposed to all that stuff. Well, I'll give you an example. The ability to have that lens of of what it would be like if you, you know, weren't all jaded and bitter before you watched some shit. The biggest part of the end of the Matrix trilogy of of the third Matrix movie is uh, the robot squiddies get into Zion and a bunch of guys in these big mecha suits with guns are fighting against them. That's a big part of it. Now, I will never get back that moment in Aliens when Ripley steps out in the mecha suit and says, get away from her, you bitch. Bitch. I'll never get that. I'll never get that moment back as a first time. But for my son, who'd never seen that on film before. Oh, my gosh. He was just like, ah, he loved it. He loved it almost as much as the in Matrix stuff. Um, And same thing with like the, you know. I actually dig the. I think the the superhero of, Sigourney Weaver being like yeah. the seeming to be the bad guy. I know. On the def- that makes me if that doesn't get you to want to watch Defenders, I don't fucking know what. Just will. put her in everything, man. Just I put her in love Sigourney everything. Weaver. Did you see yeah. the bitch that she did a thing on um on Stephen Colbert? It was the next Alien movie? No. Oh, <laughs> it's so funny. You should fucking YouTube that shit, dude. I will do that. I will do that. Because <laughs> she's amazing at it, as is Stephen Colbert, obviously. But I just, I fucking love that woman. Please continue. I just had to, I had to, because I love her so much. <laughs> so we hit Iron Fist, we hit Defenders. A little bit of Star Trek. Uh, uh, touch on the Matrix for a second. It's not a Star Trek. We told you at the beginning it was going to be some Star Trek. We told Trek you it was going to be kind of not Star Trek. We did it. We did movie the thing, man. Now we're, we're going to, you're going to be a convert, I think, at this point. Because if, you, if you're watching through the original series... I've never it, watched through. I've never, like, been, it was like, you know, I watched when it was on, and I've I've collected the episodes through my lifetime, but I've never started at the beginning and watched through. There. Yeah. I, I think it's so, going to be really cool for you. I will you're update you on... You're going to realize what I've known, what, what the rest of us that, that are right have known all along. It's going to yeah. become clear to you through the lens of your son. That's I am. I'm looking for it. Might it might not be my favorite at the end, but I'm still. I'm. I'm liking it it's more than got a raise so. in your estimation by the end. There's no way it can because I remember. Because yeah. I want to say I was about his age, maybe a little bit younger, when I first watched it, when I was watching it and loving it. So, I know what that's like, and I'm so excited for him, and I'm excited for you to be experiencing it with. Him. I think it's going to matter. Me too. It's going to be Me so too. cool, and it's going to be one of those things. I think he'll remember. As an you know, as an adult, like he's gonna remember how cool it was when he watched that shit with his dad. Ah, oh, so excited! <laughs> Me too. All right, my name is Justin, and my name's Alexia. Trick off, trick off, bitches. Hey, you know what makes us different than all those other podcasts you listen to? We have a movie. There's a movie of this podcast on Amazon Prime right now. Just go right now on Amazon Prime and go look. Check it out. Just search for it. There you go. There it is. Trek off. One word. Just search for Trek off on Amazon Prime or Amazon Instant Video if you want to rent it. If you don't have Amazon Prime as a subscription or if you want to buy the DVD, it's there on Amazon. But seriously, this podcast, you got all the way to the end. Now go watch us and give us reviews and tell the world, man, a podcast got me made into a movie, man. How cool is that? Go look it up and share it. Love you guys.